This is the opening for Nene Myers. Take one. Okay, and then we're going to go like this. You ready? Okay, we're going to go pop, 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 pop. together in unison. Yes, sure. Pop, then pop, we're, pop, 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 Okay. Are you fired up, Buttercup? Fired up, fired up, fired up. Cats! <laughs> Welcome, Spartans. I am joined here today, a little bit different for me at least. I've got on my far left, I've got Mark Webb, a, a noted endurance athlete. I've got, I've got Dr. Johnny Waite standing here in the middle as our anchor, as always. Johnny. We are trying to keep Sephra in between the two of us to kind of keep her a little bit focused. And I, of course, am the good retired Colonel. So, anyway, today we're going to be talking with uh, Nene Myers. A, uh, an extraordinary woman who runs a charity that helps empower children uh, give back to other children. And she's got a really, uh, really exciting story. An uh, exciting energy. And, she, wow, and she's full energy. of it. She's full Woo! of energy. So, Love her. So you guys sit back. <laughs> we're going to go and listen to her. And then we're going to come back and talk about it. We're here at Boston headquarters today. And I am a pleasure to be sitting next to Nene Meyer of Positive Tracks, which is a youth sports youth organization here in Boston. So um, we're gonna, what we're going to do is talk to you a little bit and ask you about your background and everything, but also I want to hear about Positive Tracks, and I assume the positive uh, results you're getting with working with these young children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. It's very cool to be here. Um, I am a, a mom. I started out as a mom until I became founder of Positive Tracks, um, which started really at, uh, at a finish line. Um, of an athletic event, um, and I have two young kids um, at the time when this was founded 10 years ago, okay. and uh, my sons were looking for a way to, to give back to a, a classmate who had leukemia, um, and uh, long story short, we mobilized some kids, got them involved with, with a, a, a run in honor of this sick child. Um, and I can remember standing in the finish line at, at the run and watching all the kids come through the finish line and seeing them use that mobilized, athletic, sweaty, hands-on event to pay tribute to this young person. And I thought, you know, hot damn, this is a way to uh, connect young people to each other, get them off the couch, get them moving and you know, embracing a cause that they really wanted to give back to but didn't have any other way to do it. You know, they don't have credit cards. Right. So why not use their own feet and body as a way to, and, you know, get involved in their community? And the kids are receptive to this, right? I mean, when they're totally. younger, they really want to be involved. They do. And, you know, they kids, like adults, they want a challenge. I mean, they are... Screaming, they, they call this young generation Generation Z. So anyone who's born around you know, 2000 and younger is, is Generation Z. And when you look at the data on Generation Z, it's phenomenal and really, really hopeful in that kids are really looking for ways to give back. They can access need now on their computers. They can see a lot of trouble happening in the world. And they have power now to actually reach out with their own voices. And so, you know, if we can find ways to tee up hands-on tools that involve athletics and that involve goal setting and, um, you know, and, and troubleshooting, 
um, and and seeing obstacles and and you know driving themselves through that to create a solution, you know we're we're really onto something. Yeah, listen, you you are exactly you're here at Spartan Up the podcast, Spartan Up podcast, and what you're saying marries exactly to the Spartan mindset. When you said yeah. when you said get kids off the couch, you know one of the the big phrases at, at Spartan is to rip people off the couches. Yeah. So Love you're it. you're speaking our language. Yeah. Of course, most people when they think of Spartan are thinking about adults. Yeah. However, we have a a, a kids race um, that is specifically for children. Right. Plus, we leave the we leave the um, if, if a parent thinks their child's old enough to run the, the big event, then they can run the big event. Yeah. You know. So yeah. So, yeah. So, but it's the same thing. We want to encourage the children. Uh, to get out there and get motivated. Yeah. But, but let me ask you, where where are you? Lo- so you're here in Boston. Yeah, we're are you here. We're located. Regionally? Yeah, we're located in New Hampshire. We're national. Okay. Um, and I love what Spartan is doing for young people because one of the reasons why I founded Positive Tracks was that not enough athletic events are geared towards Generation Next, and yet there's a huge obesity epidemic. Right. You know, kids need hand on, hands-on vehicles that connect them to each other and community. What better than athletics? And yet not enough people are looking at kids as, as an audience, and they're the perfect audience. I mean, well, they've got energy. Well, yeah, but they don't have money. Right, exactly. See, kids don't have money, so but they can fundraise, baby. Well, they yeah. can, and then so so organizations like yours can get involved, and that's what right. I was going to ask. Then is um, so clearly uh, the children that come from families that can sponsor them, if if you will. Will mm-hmm. how do you do you get into the less what's uh, um, the word I'm looking for? Less advantaged, under resourced kids or right. under I mean, absolutely. One of our goals, and I know it's also one of Spartans, which is why I'm thrilled to be here talking to you, um, is inclusivity. We believe and we really put a stake in the ground to say that every child, every young adult has the right to learn how to give back no matter what demographic they're from. And it doesn't have to be $1,000. It can be raising awareness. It can be, you know, it can be tapping into their own creativity to educate other people who, you know, can potentially give more, or it can be five bucks. But whatever it is, we try to create pathways and tools so that every kid can get involved um, physically, um, but also just in building a team and, and, and in building a movement and creating that beautiful momentum that goes hand in hand with everything that Spartan is doing. You know, when you, when you mobilize a crowd of sweaty people who all have a goal, they've all gotten themselves to a starting line. They're all taking the risk of not knowing what's going to happen between the start and the end. Right. You got incredible passion and energy and so throw the youth voice you know savvy creativity and energy into that and 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 i would think also a bit of innocence in there i mean they don't let other things dissuade them or distract they may be a distraction i mean they don't let them get it down because they don't they don't know sometimes they don't know how hard the obstacle is going to be that's right life hasn't it, that down. you know what they they I, I think the the healthy risk taking 
for kids, especially in teens, the teen brain is wired for risk-taking, yeah. which yeah. is another great yeah, solution bad, right? that Spartan and Positive Tracks tease up in that if we can help create opportunities for healthy risk, it, it will keep them. That's one of the reasons for the name Positive Tracks right. yeah, because, no, it's because it's a it's a healthier risk than other risks out there. Spartan in particular, though, because, you know, that stuff that it is really out of the comfort zone. You're really getting into the unknown. And that's what I think is so exciting. I mean, I always preach to young people. That there's a guy named Ambie Burfoot who's a, a runner. And uh, he, he wrote this book called The Runner's Guide to the Meaning of Life. And one of the things he says is, whenever you see the hazy outlines of a starting line in your life, metaphorical or physical, begin to form, you know, don't turn away. Don't look the other way. Embrace that, like drive yourself straight towards that unknown. And that, that is, in effect, what Spartan races are because some of that stuff you can't practice because you can't build it in your backyard. No, you're, right? ab- you're absolutely right. Yeah. Although many people have tried. Yeah, people come up with all kinds of, of ways to train. So, but, yeah. but you're absolutely right. And, and we, try to, we try to, you know, change up obstacles, yeah. uh, just actual, the numbers of obstacles, the types of obstacles. We don't lay them out in the same direction when we don't, and we don't publicize ahead of time the route of the race. Yeah. So, so even if you're, you know, have got 100 races under your belt and you know kind of what you're going to see, you don't know exactly, so there's yeah. always some ambiguity there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and uh, you know, I think another thing that's really critical for young people is, you know, to learn resiliency and to learn that, okay, if you fall the first time, who cares? Right. Pick yourself up. It doesn't matter how you fall. It's how you rise and do it again, right? And so the, the more organic, sweaty, hands-on opportunities that we can tee up so kids can practice that, you know, in a safe way so that they're not actually, you know, falling off a, off a motorcycle or falling in a way that, that's much more, you know, long-term dangerous. Right, taking um, somebody up know, on a bet. Yeah, you don't want it, but you want, like, kids want to take that on. And, you know, k- kids are also incredibly... You said they were innocent, and they are, and that they're not uh, afraid to fail some kids. Some kids are really afraid to fail. Some are not. But kids are also incredibly savvy um, in terms of sharing what they're doing with other peers. And so something like Spartan is really important because, um, it, you know, it's a visibility platform. So they can take the good stuff that they're doing and the cool stuff. I mean, let's face it. It's cool. Who doesn't want to post a picture of themselves yeah, doing it? Jumping over the fire. Right. Or but, the rope or... but what a beautiful thing to then broadcast out to your friends and say, dudes, look yeah, what yeah, I'm look doing what rather than right. smoking pot right. around the corner. And, and so the fact that shareability um, of young people and, and, that, and that kind of the cool factor of the product that you're building that they can share, I think is a, is a beautiful thing. And we can't get enough of that stuff. Well, well listen, Nini, this is, this is, I am learning more about uh, Spartan talking yeah. to you than <laughs> yeah. I think I ever, knew, I ever knew. But we're going to take a quick break here. 
we're just going to check in with Marion. Marion's going to give us Great. Uh, her, her, some advice. And then we'll come back. We're going to ask you kind of some lessons that you've learned either through Positive Track or through anything else in life, your background, which we really haven't okay. hit much of other than that you were a mother, um, and then how we extrapolate that out. Okay. All right? Great. Excellent. Awesome. Great. I hope you're not sitting still while you listen. If you are, you better get a burpee break in. All right, I see the light, so I know we're back on. So, so welcome. We're back here with Nini again. And I kind of let you off a little bit uh, talking about yourself in the first half. Um, and we kind of went a little bit right into positive tracks. But you said you started as a mother. Well, you know. I did. Yeah, 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 yeah right. You started positive <laughs> tracks as a mother. You, right. you have a life and a history and everything before yeah. that. So give us a little bit more. I know you're a runner as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. give us a little bit more background there. Okay. So a little, you know, the positive tracks is really the the intersection of athletics and civic action. So it takes, you know, our mission is to help young people get active and give back. And and the reason why I you know landed on that intersection is probably because I have a little bit of of both in my bloodstream. Um, my philanthropy runs in my blood. My, I was raised to get involved with causes and volunteer and give back. But the athletic piece, um, really, you know, I recognize the power of sport, the power of getting to a starting line and, and you know, setting a goal um, and, and uh, the power of persistence really probably through um, running and, and biking. I, I ran my first marathon when I was, um, you know, old in life. I think I was 30. And I, I had so much fun at that first one, and it empowered me and made me feel right, so right. great about what I could accomplish that I, I got into ultra running. Um, I, I completed the, the Vermont 100 um, and did that in 24 hours and 6 minutes and 29 seconds and done the Vermont 50 several times. And, um, you know, I think more than anything in life except perhaps, you know, labor, drug-free, right. um, you know, struggling that much and, and, uh, and, and being in that threshold of sort of pain management and, um, and attitude management has empowered me to, in fact, you know, found a nonprofit and see that through because, because your body can get you so far, but then after a certain point, the mind and the spirit need to take over. Right. I mean, this is Spartan language, too. And so I think, you know, when you jump off that you can't cross the you can't cross the ocean by staring at the sea. You got to jump off into the water. And then once you're in it and swimming around in it, you deal with all this self-doubt. You know, a lot of it is about mind control and just keeping your head down and, and putting one foot in front of the next and learning that. You know, it really goes in waves, both the self-doubt and the pain management and, and resiliency and persistence. And, and I think it's a really good metaphor for life because you have good days, you have bad days. But if you learn that it's always going to get better, if you just keep moving forward, the point is just move forward. Um, and, and you have to practice that. I mean, it doesn't, 
Some people are born with a good attitude, but you need to practice resiliency. And so, again, events like Spartan Ray, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to promote you. It no, sounds but, like but I'm, you're, I'm but, but you're doing a great but, job. But I, I am. But but it's because I truly believe in, and and it's the same thing for marathons or any athletic conquest. Right. You practice that, and you are practicing pers- perseverance and resilience and success in life because you're moving forward. Well, you're not here to do a commercial, honestly. right? But I, but <laughs> yeah, I will yeah. say, I will say, whatever you're selling, I would be buying it. Yeah. Because I mean, you 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 are very eloquent in your speech, and, and you're very passionate about it. So mm. um, it, it is just great talking to you. But as you were talking, I was thinking, Spartan has, uh, you know, a briefing we go around and we give to to schools or the military or, or whomever. And there's a slide in there that kind of encapsulates a little bit of exactly what you were talking about, and that is. You start, you start up here and you make a public commitment. You say, I will do. I, mm. will, I will run this race. I will sign up to row a boat across the ocean. I will get married. I will get a new job. Whatever you've made a public commitment. Now you have to follow through on it, right? Yeah. But all of a sudden, what happens, you have some euphoria at the beginning. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to train for a marathon. And then you have distractions get in your way. And when you start to actually, the self-doubt comes in and you start to come That's downhill. Right. And then not only self-doubt, you have, depending on who you are, and if you're not a positive person, you have naysayers around you. Why are you marrying Mm -hmm. her? She's not good enough for you. Why did you leave your job before you have another job? Why are you going back to school? Oh, so sorry. (laughs) Sorry, that's my phone. I thought I turned it off. All right, great. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's wonderful. Get a little jaws Sorry in there. about that. We got a little <laughs> got jaws, a little in, jaws there. in there. So anyway, you start to go down, right, because you have all these self-doubts until you get to some point, a decision point, basically, where you have to tell the naysayers around you, leave me alone. You're either That's quitting. That's right. You're either quitting or you're doing it. And once you make a decision, again, kind of recommit, I am doing this. Yeah. And then your, your, your graph starts to go back up, right? That's and, so right. And then again, and I, Joe talks a lot about future memory, which is basically just... Success, building success, saying, I, I can do I've this. I've done this before. I've done it before. I remember this voice in my right. head and before. And I know the feeling that I, That's of what right. it's going to feel like to cross that line yeah. or to succeed in whatever the obstacle yeah. is, right? Yeah. And then the other, the flip side of that is something we've talked about before, too, is the human body, I can remember that I was in pain, but I can't recall the actual pain. Yeah. Right? I mean, so you That's can say, right. the last time I did this, it hurt. But I can't, like, go, ooh. Right. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah know, right. The, the mind doesn't allow me to do that. Right. So that allows me to try again. Yeah. Right? I'm allowed to That's push right. past that pain again. Yeah. Because, again, I know I survived it. I'm here. Yeah. I survived it the first time. Yeah. I can survive it again this time, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. And, 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 and I do think you can, you know, well, number one, physically, your mitochondria does remember that, and so endurance is it can be built up. There is a memory, yeah. fortunately, so that you can do it again easier physically the next time. But you're right. The pain, the one thing you do remember is getting past the hump, you know, doing, and, and it, 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 every time I start to get doubtful in life, I go back to that darn 100-mile run that's like, okay, well, if I did that, I can certainly go do that podcast at Spartan. You know what? There is a term that I use sometimes when I'm talking to young people that's called Stotonism. Do you know that term? being Well, Spartan, it it is half Stoic and half Spartan. 
and it came from a coach in the 60s. And he would always say that it has to do with, you know, imagining yourself as, as, as a figure who's very capable, but also bringing in the, you know, the stoic capacity of just having the consistent determination to see something through and not let that voice in your mind take over. I need to ask Marion a question. We're still okay. rolling. It's not like we're taking a okay. break. Give me the term you were telling Sisu. me. Sisu. Is that is that where is that the same thing? Sounds very similar. I, I think it, it I think it is, but that that's in a more ancient like a more ancient version of it. Yeah. I just yeah, wanted yeah. to show you. I was a little there bit, you, yeah, 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 there you go. High five on that one, well, man. It's amazing once you learn something. Yeah, yeah, and you hear yeah, it, yeah. Oh, wait, I can connect it to something. Yeah, else. yeah, yeah. But if you can see, if you can, Stotonism. Stotonism. Or, or Stoton, you can Stoton. call it. Okay. I mean, Spartan so is a good word. But okay. it is, but it, because I think if you can see yourself as that, right. you know, it, it just, it, it helps in, in when, when you start to picture your success and you start to imagine fulfilling a goal rather than imagine failing and catastrophizing, which, you know, I, I always tell kids, sure don't, don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Well, that's if you, good, you know yeah, where yeah. I'm getting yeah. with that, you know, to see yourself, to see, you know, a really rocking end result rather than all these things that could go wrong before I even get to the start, before I even sign up for a race. Right. You know, I could talk myself out of it for 50 different reasons. Right. But no, you got to try. You yeah. got to jump off that cliff. Well, unlike you, uh, I, first time I ran a marathon, I didn't train at all. Now, I was in the Army, and I was a company commander, so we ran every morning. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Three to five miles or so, and I never ran anything. And so uh, I That went, hurt. So, so, I, so I went and we ran the marathon. We went and uh, lived in Honolulu, ran the Honolulu Marathon. And as you can imagine, after about five miles, I started to say, why, why am I doing this? Yeah. And I hated every step of the way. Right? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I am never doing this again. I am never doing this again. This yeah. The minute my foot hit that finish line, I, like everybody else in that race, looked at my left wrist to look at my watch, to look at the time, to check yeah. again. Yeah, and yeah. the first thought I had was, I think I can do better next yeah, time. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, think I think I can do better <laughs> next time, right? It's like, uh, right. like, now all of a sudden I've got that euphoric feeling. Right? You got I, it. I can yeah. do this. Yeah. Even, and I thought I could because I didn't, take it, I didn't think it was that hard to begin with. Yeah, and right. That's why I didn't train for it. But right. you know what? Maybe next time, maybe yeah. I ought to, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing about an event like that, whether it's a marathon or Spartan race, is that you have this mass of humanity along with you. I mean, it's your own individual conquest, and yet you're thrown in with this beautiful mass of humanity, and everyone's struggling around you, but everyone's got this you know, struggle, effort, optimism, and never, ever, ever give up thing going on all at once. All right, but I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah, yeah. Do that again. Do that again, because I'm going to ask you, because we're going to wrap up here, to give us some tips. So those just... Yeah, 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 yeah. You know... Okay, okay, well, but, okay, I could say those tips. Okay, or give me me, me one Yeah, give me the ones you want. I don't... My number one tip is it's got to be fun. Okay. It's got, like, you got it, it's got to be fun. Yeah. Or you're not, which is, again, be careful what you sign up for. Sign up for 
Spartan, or you know, like like if it's not fun, you're not going to do it again, and and you you want to do it again. So whatever you do, do it. The person you do it with, don't do it with a naysayer. Do it with someone who's fun. Right, they got to be positive. Right, right, and and then I say, and this is where positive tracks comes in. Do it for a reason. Like leverage it. Sure. So you know, and that's why, like we take athletics, we leverage it with a way to also give back to something, to a cause, whether it's personal, like. Put a goal, attach a goal to it that has personal reward for you beyond just bragging to your friends. Because anything that you do, if although, it's a, that's make good. it more important, right? It is good, no kidding. You know, and, and my third tip would be just that do it with a team. Because you know, anything you do with people right. becomes more valuable and more important and more fun right. you're, you're, if you do it with other people. You're 100% right. Back in my example of running that marathon, yeah. had I signed up and done it myself and I started hating life at mile five, yeah. I probably would have <laughs> quit. But I was running with a group of guys who made fun of me for right. mile five yeah, love it. For, for, for being so stupid or cocky or arrogant, yeah, yeah. arrogant to think <laughs> yeah, that I could right. do it without training, right. that they just rode me in a, in a good way. For the, whatever that is, the next 21 miles, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're an idiot, you know. <laughs> I, so, I it, wish I was there. Yeah. I would have given you endless slack. Right, right, no, and, I, and yeah. I deserved it, right? Right. But that's what, again, it was a team, and it was fun. Yeah. As much, you know, I don't mind. They're, 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 I deserved it, and they gave it to me. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Well, listen, this has been a phenomenal yeah. discussion. Absolutely. Oh, wait a minute, we've got to go back one thing. Oh, yeah. We always ask everybody, what is your, your favorite exercise? Well, if you are left alone and you... Need to go really I love actually road biking. Oh, nice. Okay. But I lo- but do you mean exercise like obstacle no. course, no, like no, that you, kind no, of thing? Because no. I kind of like no, burpees no, for no. that hurt so you good kind of thing going Very on. Very few people say uh, burpees in this answer. I know, but I love, you know, it gets so many parts a year, but it, it makes does. my arms look so good. Yeah. I, I would have to go back to running because it makes me, there's something about blood pumping into your mm-hmm. head and being able to do it anywhere yeah. and throw on and shoes and activate, yeah, your whole life. I mean, you hope. Well, um, in some form. But, but I, yeah, I love just moving in general. I, I if I got to be honest, I think it's running. All right, beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll shake hands again because you yeah. got a good grip. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She's awesome. Um, I, we just bottle that energy up and drink it for breakfast. Um, so I, uh, I first, Marion, I think you did a great job shooting that. Our director here, she's, uh, she's incredible. And uh, Johnny thinks that's funny. Let's talk about Nene Meyer. She, um, she really empowers kids. And I think, I think anything that you do where you're able, even kids who might not have that much fiscal resource, it's always good to tell kids, look, you might not have this, but you still can have the strength to give, the strength to raise money, the strength to do things. She's empowering these kids and really giving them a vehicle uh, to create massive change. So um, I think anytime that you put yourself out there, and uh, I mean, kids are the most creative, resourceful, work the hardest. All they're, they're all just little Spartans. And, uh, and life hasn't beaten them down yet. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they still have still all have their optimism. enthusiasm. Well, <laughs> well hey, Nene yeah. Myers has got the enthusiasm. That's and, true. And hope, though, right? I yeah, mean, absolutely. That's what kids are. Kids yeah. are all about you know, Christmas, right? Yeah. There's, there's always magic. There's hope. There's all of that things. And I think she's tapped into that because kids really, the kids are, I think, maybe more empathetic uh, than adults at times. And mm-hmm. so she has, she has tapped into that, and she learned from her own experience watching her own kids 
um, and, and is helping kids help kids, right? So, yeah. Help me help you. Yeah. I mean, she's help. organized it, and she's, she's not only organized a charity, she's organized a lot of celebrities as well to get involved, uh, especially um, in the area. But she runs a lot of things. But I, I was... I was just going to say, you, you're I, mentioning it. So I hope that's what you're going to say. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I, I didn't know that much about her. Obviously, I did the interview, but... The way these set up, I met her about two minutes before we started talking. So <laughs> Don't tell and, all our trade and, secrets no, here. No, no, but I, I mean, I asked her in there, I asked her about where she began, and she, she didn't go much into her background. So I went and looked her up. And, you know, this woman has already done a few things on her own, and not only does she run this charity, she runs a foundation that runs multiple charities. Uh, and she, she grew up, she was an athlete. And uh, she, was a na- she was a nationally ranked equestrian. You know, That's she was so a runner, all these horses. things, which... Which was great was how humble she was that she didn't she wasn't there to talk about any of that right she was there to talk about the charity and focus on the kids focus and focus on the charity focus exactly (laughs) all that so again it wasn't about her it was about it was about the effort yeah you know so and I applaud that yeah absolutely exactly and the other thing that uh, comes back to um sort of a common thread with some of our other interviews she talked about how there'd be good days and bad days and the key is just constant forward motion we hear that come up again and again it's what do you do when you're challenged. You dig in and you move forward, and how powerful that is. Action alleviates. Yeah, well, you could just tell from talking to her. There's a woman that didn't need to be trained by some wrestling coach about continuing to smile through That's adversity. Right. She's just going to be smiling regardless of what happened. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. just exactly as you just said. That's a force of nature, much like the one I'm standing next to here, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just. One of those kind of people that's infusive, right? Yeah. You're around them and boom, they suck you in <clears throat> and they make you do things. Like a siren. Because they're doing it. Right? I wrote a big but, and, and like right? Joe, you know, yeah. I mean, he just, it's people Joe's who a big can woman who push <laughs> other people because they're doing it. So therefore, I can do it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. One, we'll thing that, talk. one thing I want to mention too, and it really resonates with me and the kind of things that I try and focus on. When she talked about teaching the kids to imagine success, and remember the, she used the word catastrophe. Instead of catastrophe, she used a couple words I didn't know, but th- and that's a great. We love it's, it. it's a great made-up word, but I've heard it before. And the yeah. idea is, what we tend to do and what we're taught to do is imagine all the things that can go wrong and try and avoid them, which is yeah. exactly the wrong approach. But in life, that's what we're taught to do. What, what could possibly go wrong, and how do we avoid those things? So, catastrophizing is when you just imagine all the worst-case scenarios, and then you're paralyzed by fear before you can even act. And so, she's teaching these kids to imagine the best-case scenario and go into it with that in mind. And it's not to, to, to have pie in the sky, but it's to prepare yourself to be engaged. So when you look at this energy she has, a lot of this energy comes like from the fact that she gets up in the morning excited about what's going to happen today. And it's going to be awesome and it's going to be great. And maybe it's not always awesome and great, but the fact that she gets up with that in mind allows her to go as powerfully into the day as she does. And I just thought that was a really great lesson. But I think, I think in terms of catastrophizing, well, I'd like to look at that from like a, like a military perspective, right? You guys do have to do worst case scenarios when you do your dry runs before you'll go out on a mission and having that situational awareness or preparedness in the tactile sense, you know, I think there is some, I think there is some benefits for people to be more aware of what are the hazards in my city. From like a, a wilderness perspective, when you go into a situation, you're saying, where are the dead limbs? Where are the poisonous plants? You know, it's good to have an awareness. <laughs> the, flip, the flip side of that is the phrase, you know, a plan is a list of things that will go wrong, so, which I'm sure you know that one. Well, well. yeah, and race directing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. to, you have to. I don't know. So I don't really know what my point is. But. The, the, the only thing I'm laughing at, the only thing I'm laughing at, I'm going to jump, jump right out of character here, is I'm listening to you and I'm seeing this from our awesome producer behind the camera saying, yeah. we need to go to the credits. So on this note, <laughs> we're going to go to SpartanUpPodcast.com and uh, see you for another great episode.
Thank you for listening to another epic story of success. To find more show notes, lessons, audio, video, and everything Spartan, please visit us at spartan.com slash podcast. The Spartan Up Podcast is brought to you by Spartan. To find a race near you, visit spartan.com. If you like our message, please help us get the word out. Tell your friends about Spartan Up. And go ahead and subscribe on iTunes or YouTube, wherever you watch or listen to the show. (laughs) 